This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. This program is sponsored by New Zealand Bridge, sponsors of Grassroots Bridge across the nation. Welcome to the Bridge Zone. You're at the table with Barry and Mariana. We have a mixed bag for you today. Results from Topo and Wellington Christmas tournaments. Get a hand, Barry. We're close. You want to know how to lose a bridge tournament? I'll tell you later. <laughs> and yeah, guess what? I lost two dollars. <laughs> I bet you all had two dollars on that that I was gonna lose it, but I have to confess, I didn't even bloody bring it. He never brought mine, so I didn't bring his. But could I think it, I still have to give him $2. Could have been worse, though. What? You could have turned up to the Topo Christmas tournament on Sunday a day early. I know. Talk about things turning up <laughs> early. I was having a chat with Blair Fisher. I said, what time did you leave? 10 to 5. I said, you are kidding me. He goes, nah, woke up. Couldn't be bothered. In in fact, he said, he actually woke up just before two o'clock and he thought, oh, I'd get up and go down now because he couldn't go to sleep. But then he did. Woke up at 10 to 5. Nah, stuff this. I'm on my way. So he's on his way, just like the proclaimers. And I said, that's a bit early. We didn't leave till 7.30. Cruised on down. But yeah, you're right. Someone turned up 24 hours early. Hey, I got a text from Blair just after 7 saying, have you left yet? We're having coffee in Taupo. Yeah. He went and knocked on the door of Mike Curry and Aunt Hopkins and so, so had a coffee and a ciggy. So you'd think, wouldn't you, that that's pretty keen, that nobody would get there earlier than that. Well, you'd be wrong. Yep. Two of our fellow Hamiltonians got in the car and cruised on down on Saturday. Yep, arrived there just before 10. Rosemary Ritchie greeted them at the door and said, you know it's not till tomorrow, don't you? Well, obviously they didn't. <laughs> Gary said he would have stayed the night, but Yuzhong likes to sleep in his own bed, so he didn't even ask. He knew they were headed back to Hamilton. Oh, off they popped. <laughs> if they had left like Blair did at five o'clock Saturday morning, they could have continued on down to Wellington and played in the Wellington Christmas tournament. But hey, you've got some results there. But it is a funny story. I tried to talk about it with Gary Foydel. He wasn't having a bar of it. <laughs> He'll be delighted that it's being broadcast on the Bridge Zone, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Gary. <laughs> so the Wellington Christmas cheer, well, they had a star-studded field down there. I'll start from third. Yep. Ashley Bark and Michael Wibbley came in third. Third? He'll tell Whoa. you how good the field was. Yes. Second were Liam Milne and Susan Humphreys. <laughs> so pretty good lot. And taking it out were Kate Davies and Nigel Kearney. Well done to them. Well done. Oh, cool. So the field wasn't quite as strong as that at Topo. But, hey. The winners of the Spades division were Blair Fisher from Hamilton and George Masters from, I don't know, is it Napier or Hastings, one of them. Hawke's Bay. Yeah, we'll call them Hawke's Bay. <laughs> right. The Hearts Division, Glenis Penhale and Liz Wilcox. And these people all got hams, I think, for winning their divisions. And the Diamonds Division, another Rotorua pair, Chris and Angela Overton. Yeah, hey, look, clap, clap. Well done to Rotorua. High Rotorua. five. Mm. Yeah, and total, they gave every single entrant a prize. Have you ever seen that at a bridge tournament? Nope. 
Never in my short bridge life. Yeah, so they went down to all the way down the field. Everybody collected something. I tell you what, everyone goes to these tournaments to win a ham. Well, the lucky people who got dead last, they got hams. Yeah. How spectacular is that? <laughs> oh. Maybe we should be aiming for that, Mariana. No, two thumbs up. I thought that was brilliant. I got lolly cake, the full thing. You got the recipe... All the ingredients in a little bag, and that's what we won. The condensed milk. Don't forget the condensed milk. Yeah, people said, what's that in there? And I was like, milk <laughs> in a can. And then you turned it around, and it's like, oh, it's lolly cake. Yeah. Hey, you had a funny story from uh, somebody about, oh, Leslie Quilty. She's a pretty well-known player in the Waikato Bays area. and yep. used, used to win a lot of tournaments around Christmas time. So much so that without a word of a lie and... This has never been divulged before, so you're hearing this on the bridge saying for the first time, Leslie used to take a chilli bin with her to tournaments. Really? <laughs> Apparently. Hold this all the goodies. <laughs> so, that, so that the ham could go in there on the way home. Oh my so God. that's what you call being prepared. <laughs> or confident or something, but not a bad idea. But apparently wasn't very often she went home with nothing in the chilli bin. Really? That's a hoot. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, there was one particular hand, and we're not we're not going to go through the hand in details. I was in the howl in the morning, came up near the end of the round against Blair and George, and we're sitting there and they're bidding, and they bid seven spades on this hand. We're like, oh gosh, okay, that's all right. The rest of the room's probably going to get there. Rada rada rada. Well, guess what? We got zero, Barry. Actually. When somebody bids a grand against you, Mariana, that's never going to be an average, I'm telling you now. Especially at a Pierce tournament, not many people. Oh, well, I was hopeful then. And then we're having lunch, and I said to Yuzhong, I said, what'd you do on that board, Yuzhong? Six. I was like, oh, what happened? There was a one ace instead of two. Then I asked someone else, what happened on that board there? Oh, yeah, we mucked that up. We said one ace instead of two. And you go around the room, how many people... Stuff up ace asking is incredible. Hey, there's only four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I was like, when I said to Blair, I don't like it that I've got a zero. You guys, you need to count properly and you need to make sure you let your partner know exactly what you have so I don't get zeros. But I couldn't believe it, Barry. How many people muck it up? <laughs> it wasn't quite as straightforward as that. Not everybody made seven. No. Yeah, so there was a little bit to do as well in the play. But we bit a Grand Slam in Hearts in the morning, east going the other way, and that yep. that was a hundred percent too. So when you know, usually when somebody bids a grand, it's bad news for you. Yes, no matter absolutely. how easy it looks. <laughs> I yeah. thought, wow. Anyway. Wanna know how to lose a bridge tournament? Come on then, fess up. Last hand of the tournament. Here we are. Probably leading going into the last hand. I didn't yep. know that at the time, of course, but on the very last hand we bid to four spades, and they bid to five diamonds, and then there was that dreaded five-level decision. What yeah. do you do? So you could either bid and lose the tournament or double and win the tournament. What would so, you do? Well, you got and, second. <laughs> we got second. <laughs> yeah, so I took one extra bid, and I got doubled. Ended up with one match point, I think, instead of all of them. Shoot. So that was probably worth about 4%, and I think we lost by about two and a bit. Shoot. So there you go. Very annoying, 
The last hand. If it had to be earlier, I'd have forgotten about it by now. But when it's the last <laughs> hand of the tournament, you always remember these things. I remember a little comment that you said last week. So it's mints on toast for Christmas, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. And that's something that we should talk about, Barry, because I was in exactly the same situation. However, I bid to five hearts and they did not double. You probably didn't get much for it, though. No, not a lot. <laughs> so bidding at the five level, it's a something that is, I reckon it's wrong more often than it's right. Mm. Now, if I'd have just taken my own advice on the hand, even if I'd have passed, it might have been enough to win the tournament because I think partner would have doubled. But the hand looked pretty sexy though, didn't it? Yeah, until the dummy went down. <laughs> and you're looking at those spades over there and you're like, shit. <laughs> you, you've got a nine card spade fit. You've got five to the king opposite, four to the queen, but you're missing the ace and the jack and the ten and another yep. one it mm. wasn't pretty yes interference is a curse i reckon well i don't know both got a chance for a top if we just doubled five diamonds mariana yep and we never took it oh well it was a sad day for the bridge zone on that particular hand mm. but however we must have had some other good ones what else you got coming up over christmas mariana are you expecting any bridge gifts or presents over the holiday period I am. Barb and I are looking at going up to Auckland on the Tuesday and Thursday after Christmas. Is that the Papatoi one? The Papatoi yeah, one, okay. yep. And then on the 5th and the 6th, Mike Neils and I are going to play in the Auckland tournament and see how we're faring for the last one. So that should be good. I don't know whether it... Oh, you, you have to enter the whole thing. You don't get the opportunity to see how you go and then enter later. You have to either enter the whole thing at oh, the yeah. beginning. Well, you could do that. And then if you're going no good, say, well, it won't turn up on the last What month. is it? It's 40 bucks for all three and $15 a session if you're just going to pop in. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. So it, uh, that's what we're going to do. Okay. I've but, got that week off, so I, it doesn't bother me. But that wasn't my question. My question was, are you going to get any bridge presents a bridge book or something or other maybe your husband's going to buy you something to do with bridge nah oh okay we had a little chat about Christmas presents and he says what would you like and I was like oh I don't know and when you put on the spot everything flies out the, <laughs> out the window so I, I don't know I'll think about it and let you know next week we've still got another week I think you shouldn't sort of one thing you shouldn't ask him for your husband what tell him you don't want a Holden for Christmas <laughs> you know, two shows are getting that <laughs> <laughs> but I did did you see my car it's all nice and shiny is it it's had a little wash and a little gleam over oh that's yep. very commendable yep hey just thought what people thought about Pam Livingston's catch up with us last week it's did you get cool. a bit of, you got a bit of feedback from people well yes Nigella said that he may be keen. Oh, this is for some more tip. Oh, this is for, <laughs> for the, some for the, the bridge co the bridge coaching with Pam yeah. Livingston. Well, we have tried to get you to take up improver lessons, and you've sort of well, yeah, but dragged your feet. COVID sort of came up right in the middle of that. Mm, true. So I wasn't really allowed to do it at that point. They wouldn't Absolutely. let me out of the house. <laughs> yeah, so I have. That's pretty good. Guess what? We're going to make it into a little bit more regular. We're going to have Kermit. No Miss Piggy, but... Kermit will be there. Shall we go and have a listen? Why not? What's this? It's Kermit's Bridge Tips with Pam Livingston. This week's bridge tip could revolutionise the game, guys. I'm talking it up a bit here. My bridge tip is bid what's in your hand. So poor old partner is sitting across the table from you 
and is trying to make a sensible decision. If you don't give partner reliable information, then it makes it really difficult for them. So a good example of this would be a week two. Most people have the agreement it's a six-card suit and six to nine points. But if one day you bid it with a two count, another day you bid it with an 11 count, another day you've got a seven-card suit, how is poor old partner supposed to decide what to do? Now, bridge is a pretty tough game when you tell partner what you've got, but if you don't, it makes it impossible. Sounds so simple. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I think we all sort of stray from the path occasionally. Try to do it as little as you can, is what you're saying. Well, I think so, and if you're not sticking to the agreement, then maybe it's time to change the agreement. And of course, it should be on your system card if you're doing that as a matter of course anyway. Nothing could be simpler. Thank you, Pam. Catch Kermit next week for another tip. See you. Wow, isn't that a great addition to the Bridge Zone show? We love mixing it up for you listeners, and we're certainly happy that Pam, or Kermit, has joined the Bridge Zoners. As we head into the end of 2020, I've picked out a couple of segments of our interviews throughout this year, of which were dear to my heart. So have a listen to this one. I was in New Zealand, and we were staying in one of these hotels playing a bridge tournament, and I met a very attractive air hostess from Pan Am or somewhere in those days, one of these airlines, and we went to the discotheque, but the queue was miles long. So I went to the front and I said, excuse me, but I'm on my honeymoon, would you let us in? Absolutely, sir, absolutely. They put us in, and we went to the discotheque, and then they announced over the tannoy this person's on his honeymoon. And everybody in New Zealand came and bought me a glass of beer, but I hate beer. I only drink wine, and, they gave me, and I started getting so sick. I said, I'll never say I'm on a honeymoon again unless it's <laughs> Well, serves you right. That is a great story. That serves a... me right there. And that, was, that was a trick to get in. So that was a little bit from our friend Zia. And now we're heading into our other friend. Here's Judge Julie. Director, please. How can I help? Judge Julie presiding. Court's in session. Judge Julie's got something different for us today. Idiot's Guide to Announcements and Alerts, particularly new players, Julie. Some of them have only just made it to the club because of COVID. And these announcements and alerts... They look a bit tricky. Yes, it's one of the things we've focused. We want people to learn to play. We don't want to overload them with administration or bureaucracy or whatever way you, you like to call it. We need and are a central part of play, but not when we've just begun. So announcements first, because we do need to do this. That's the first thing they're going to hit really early. When we open one club, because people play a very wide range of different meanings, we have to announce the minimum length of a club. And to everyone out there, not just our beginners, the best announcement is something like 2+, plus, 3+, plus, or 4+. Plus. You announce the minimum length of the club suit, not what partner's got in their hand, because you can't conceivably <laughs> know that. And so it's just around the system. For nearly all beginners in New Zealand, this will be 3+, plus or 4+. Plus. So when someone opens one club, they say two plus or three plus, all they're doing is saying what the minimum length of their club suit is. The exception to this is if you play a very weird system where it's entirely conventional and someone might say strong and give you a point range. 
but don't you worry about that if you're a beginner. And if you're not a beginner, then worry about it a lot, I would suggest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, alert. We have regulations that in New Zealand that state what we're allowed to bid, what we're not allowed to bid, and if something's got a special meaning, whether we bring that to our opponent's notice or whether we don't. The first example of alerts that we're very likely to see is if somebody opens one no trump and it goes past and their partner bids two diamonds and they circle the bid on the pad or they say alert or they knock the table, which is not an acceptable thing to do anymore. With bidding cards, they pull out an alert card. All of these things, irrespective of how they are done, simply say to you, their opponents, that this bid means something different from what it apparently looks like. And so it's got a special meaning that your opponents have agreed or that you have agreed if you're doing this and your opponents are allowed to know that the meaning is not two diamonds like it looks, but it's something else, in this case, it's going to be hearts. We have some exclusions. For example, you get taught, if you're a beginner, two clubs is a strong hand, and it doesn't necessarily mean clubs. Because this is the standard that we teach across the country and across very large numbers of systems, New Zealand Bridge has decided that we don't have to circle our partners but if they make this call. So in general, if you make a bid that doesn't mean what it appears to mean, your partner is going to alert it by either circling the bid on a bidding pad or saying alert or using an alert card if we use bidding boxes. Mm, there's a lot There's a lot for a new player to learn, isn't there? Yeah, and really important is that when you make this bid, that doesn't mean what it says, you don't alert it. Right, your partner alerts it. And if your partner forgets, you just have to sit still and not say anything. Biggest thing here is when we're introducing beginners to a club session is that people are understanding and don't overload them with information in areas like this, which just becomes not just overwhelming, but very often intimidating and very confusing. So we want to be pretty relaxed when our beginners start at a session and they should feel free to ask why someone has done something. And then we can explain the whys and the wherefores. I'm sure people mean the best, but everybody says, oh, you should be teaching them this and you should be teaching them oh. that. They honestly are overloaded. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, just a simple thing, you know, moving around the room and using the scoring system in itself is a barrier to people actually coming and playing at a club because we're already overwhelmed by the complexity of the game without now having to try and learn a whole new raft of things while we're just simply trying to focus on not making idiots of ourselves. We lose people quite often in that transition period. So we want to make it as comfortable and as easy. And if our beginners don't use stop cards, don't alert, don't do all of these things, don't announce, well, we need to be understanding. And, of course, the other thing we have to announce is our no Trump opener as 12 to 14 or 15 to 17 or whatever it may be. Our immediate past president reckons we should teach our beginners how to load the dishwasher, for God's sakes. Well, Julie, could you maybe do a session on dishwashers next week, Judge Julie? I'll tell you what, we might get you to ask the bailiff because... I'll be <laughs> He's got an opinion on that, has he? <laughs> I have. 
<laughs> anyway, and you never load it properly for somebody else anyway. I mean, it was just a waste of time. <laughs> so I hope you all have a Merry Christmas and okay. New Year. Next week, it'll be dishwashers. Thank you, Julie. Okay, radio. <laughs> Cheers. Okay, Mr. Real Estate Man, I've got a question for you. How many sea points have you accumulated over the month of December? <laughs> you probably didn't hear that, or did you? What is that? That's one of our cows. I think it's big ears. Oh, my goodness. Where are you? In the paddock? <laughs> no, are you in the dog I'm house? I'm out on the front lawn, but the cows are not far from here, and one of them wanted to be on the show. <laughs> thought you were in the dog house. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how many C points I've got. I was at Topo on the weekend, and I got, like, 10 B points. Yep. It's like 100 C points, is it? It's not. It's, it's no, a thousand. It's a yeah. thousand C points. Yeah, I've got a thousand C points, is that right? Bloody hell. I'll tell you how many I got just in the month of December. Go on, so, tell me. So far that's 40, 76, 86. I have got 93 C points. 93 C points in, in December. December? Yep. Okay, well actually I've only, apart from Topo, I haven't got it, or i got 20 somewhere, so I'm just having a look. So there you are. I got about um, 180, 360, 1,080 sea oh, points. The dizzy heights. There, there you go. But nobody nobody wants to know how many sea points I've got. What they want to know is where they can play bridge in the weekend, Mariana. Oh, yeah. Is there a game on somewhere? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you just stay in the paddock there listening to only, the cousin. Only place you can play is online. But there are two tournaments coming up between Christmas and New Year. Yep. There's the Suzanne Duncan Memorial Pairs. Where's in Wellington? Wellington. Do you know who Suzanne Duncan was? No, I don't. Tell me about her. I don't know. We need to find out. Oh, well, let's have a look. We'll do some investigation and we'll let everybody know next next week. But, hey, hey if you know who it is... Maybe they could t- tell us. Maybe they could email in and tell us all about Suzanne Duncan. We'd love a few anecdotes about her. Send it in to bridgezoneshow at gmail.com. Yeah, that'll we'll be awesome. read it out on air. And at Papatoli, they've got, over the same three nights, they've got their Christmas pairs. Yep. Goes over three nights. So there's two nice 5A tournaments. You give eight points to their Mariana. <laughs> so you're going to be up there hunting for some A points. Yep, but I am really looking forward to the one in uh, 2021. So that'll be awesome. It's going well, there's to start a few coming up hunt. in 2021. There's the Auckland. There's the Christchurch. There's a few things going on. And, of course, there's the uh, Tim Summer Festival coming up just after that. And they have one in Alexandra down south, and Kerry Kerry's got something on. There's lots coming up. Hey, I'm going to have to check out what's happening down in Queenstown in March when I'm going to be there. All of you flash fellas are going to be at the Taranaki Congress, and I'll be down south. We don't know whether Taranaki is that flash. That's all nice, down-to-earth country people like me. Yeah, I know, but they're going to have all those sparkly A-points. Oh, they are. They are going to have all the sparkly A-points, that's yep. for sure. And it's going for nearly a week. It's going to be great. Yeah. I need to book my accommodation. I'm going to stay at my cousin's place. <laughs> Wait, how much deposit do you put down for that? Oh, well, we're looking for the Jones family discount, of oh, course, yeah. on Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's always nothing. That's like Farno <laughs> rates, is it? <laughs> it's nothing. That's what I get. <laughs> Do you have to cook the dinner, Barry? <laughs> oh, probably. Uh, well, we're staying for that long. Maybe we'll be cooking some dinner. We'll yeah. have to see. 
Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so I guess your first real competition one is the one up in Auckland, first week of Jan. I don't know whether we'll go to that one or not. We might. We'll see how we're going. But we're sort of Tim's is usually the first one for us. We'll probably, we'll probably go to Papatoui. Might see you in Papatoui. Yep, we'll do. Okay. Hey, can you tell me, I'm looking up my master points, of course, to add up all yes, those sea points that i got. And i got a star, one star. So I'm a provincial master with one star. What's that one star and how did I get that? I think the bar means that you have enough master points to get to the next level, which is master, but you don't yet have enough A points to get there. That probably means you've got, what do you need to be a national master? You need 200 master points. How many have you got in total, counting all your A's and B's? How many B's? 179. Add that to your third, that gets you over 200. So you've got enough master points to be a master. Oh. But you don't yet have enough A points. So and how today. many A points would I need? 100, is 100. it? Oh, yep. So you're 20-something short. Yep. Hey, look, I'm closing in on 71 A points, Barry. 70.87. So as soon as you get to 100, you'll automatically become a master. But if you were to carry on and accumulate another 150 points without getting enough A's, you'd then get another star. Oh. Instead of that, you'd be a provincial master with two stars. Yeah, well, what you really want to do is get those 29 A points. They'll be all starting at Papatoui. Yep. I didn't realise at the beginning of the year when I said that you could get 38 points in the year, just what a big ask that was going to be in 2020. <laughs> oh, I know. It seemed like a big mountain right at the beginning of the year. Yeah, it has got a lot bigger <laughs> with COVID. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Well, we'll give it a good nudge next year. That'll be great. Although you really should be going to the Taranaki Congress because they're going to be handing them out like lollies there. If I'm at the Taranaki Congress, mate, it's because I'm divorced. <laughs> Depending on how many A-points you get, it might be worth it. No, we've got grandparent duty down there. And, of course, we're going to our two concerts, so that's really cool. It is. Sure, it'll be good. Yeah, it will be. Hey, I've got another question. You know how we were talking at the five level whether to double or bid? How do you do that at the four level when they're in game and you're sort of itching and you think maybe I should have a punt at the minors? What do you reckon there? Same thing. If you're well, if you're, if you're diving at the five level, you want to be right. I mean, there's two things that have got to be right. One, their game's got to be making, which if you've got a really distributional hand, maybe it's not making. Mm-hmm. Maybe partner's sitting there with four trumps or yep. a trump trick or two. Mm-hmm. A, their game's got to be making for it to be right for you to sacrifice. And B, if you sacrifice, you've got to make sure you don't go for more than the value of their game. Yeah, yeah, so if nobody's right. vul, or if the vulnerability is equal, you can't afford to go three light. The most favourable time is obviously when you're not vulnerable and they are. There's a little bit more room for error there. But <laughs> any other time, it's you know, I mean, you should probably should be sort of looking to sacrifice at that vulnerability. But any other vulnerability, you need both of those two things to happen. You need to be not going for more than the value of their game. And their game's got to be making anyway. Maybe, maybe it isn't. True. So maybe there's another tip for this week, is learn how to score so you can do your maths and calculations. Yeah, well, I reckon Kermit probably knows how to add those things up. Okay. All right. Hey, well, that's great. We've got plenty to talk about next week, and we should catch up with 
Kermit, hey, did you realise that when we were talking about Kermit, you actually said Pamit? Did I? Yep. Oh, dear. All right, that's it for this week. We'll catch up with everybody next week. Well, for sure. New Zealand Bridge, sponsoring Bridge from beginner to international, nationwide. episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.